Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. The city's mayoral frontrunner is confronted over his plan to resurrect old policing policy. The worst idea I've ever heard is bringing back stop and frisk. I don't and never will allow stop and frisk to be returned and abuse people. New York's homeless are being shown the door at city hotels. With restrictions lifted and a desire to fill hotel rooms, Mayor de Blasio says the homeless will have to go back to shelters. I'm Marla Diamond on the Upper West Side. Village residents want a Washington Square Park crackdown. People urinating and defecating on our stoop. I'm Sean Adams in Greenwich Village. We're about to have a new federal holiday, Juneteenth. And with Father's Day this Sunday, we'll define masculinity with the very manly actor Justin Baldoni. In our 88 seconds of sound, OJ, the Knicks finals and the Rangers parade, all in the same day. 54 years of pent-up emotion is now just exploding in a cascade of papers. This is Thursday, June 17th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Sunny, 58 degrees in Manhattan. We're heading for a high of 79. Some of the suburbs dipped into the 40s in the hours before dawn. Morning, I'm Paul Murdain. I'm Wayne Cabot. And in the race for mayor, New York voters got a chance last night to make their choices. That's right, plural. In this last debate before the primary on Tuesday, we're going to have highlights all throughout the morning, including this wrap-up from Steve Burns. The debate hosted by WNBC remained mostly quiet and conventional for a race that's been anything but. Public safety remained a central focus. Eric Adams asked about his calls to return a controversial NYPD unit to the streets and bring back the limited use of stop and frisk responded. Uh, Let's be clear. uh, I don't want to return to anything. I want to show how to use tools correctly, and at least that's very important. Maya Wiley called Adams' proposal on stop and frisk racist and unconstitutional. We are hiring police officers to do the job of social workers. Catherine Garcia continues promoting gun buybacks as a central part of her strategy, raising the payout to $2,000. But she did not address a question about whether that would just flood the city with more guns. I'm going to use every tool in the toolbox, including the gun buyback program, but also an expansion of the gun suppression division of the NYPD. Andrew Yang was quick to mention a recent endorsement by the union that represents NYPD captains who spurned their former colleague in Adams. People who know him best, they just endorsed me 
to be the next mayor of New York City. They think I'm a better choice than Eric to keep us and our families safe. Adams claimed he never wanted their endorsement. Early voting continues through Sunday, ahead of primary day on Tuesday. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 88. New Yorkers who fought Mayor de Blasio's move to house homeless in hotels are getting their way, but at what cost to people and families without homes? Marla Diamond is here to follow up on the mayor's announcement yesterday. Marla. And, Wayne, some of the homeless were moved to hotels in upper-class neighborhoods. One of the fiercest battles was fought here on the Upper West Side, where 200 homeless men were moved into the Lucerne Hotel last year. They lost a protracted lawsuit to remain at the hotel last week. And yesterday, Mayor de Blasio said all 8,000 homeless people living in hotels will be moved to congregate shelters by the end of July. We said in the midst of the worst of the pandemic, Uh, that we had to take immediate and emergency action to protect homeless folks and move them out of shelter settings to hotels for their health and safety. But now the situation has changed. We obviously have record low COVID levels, vaccinations rising all the time. Advocates for the homeless said they were safer and at the uh, hotels at a small protest outside Gracie Mansion last night. The homeless living in hotels said they'd rather live on the street than go back to the shelters where there's a risk. The advocates saying that vaccination rates for homeless people might be much lower than the rate in the general population. And we're live on the Upper West Side. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Now, Marla, about the quality of life around Washington Square Park. Sean Adams is here with neighbors' complaints about curfews and crime, Sean. Yeah, Greenwich Village residents fed up. Uh, last night, community meeting, they told police something has to be done about things like this in Washington Square Park. Lewd acts to nudity to drugs. Chief of Department with the NYPD, Rodney Harrison, he tried to reassure the public. We're in a recovery phase and we're ready to get back on our feet to strengthen those relationships to make sure we make this a safe city again. So on one hand, you have the residents complaining about the drugs, crime, noise, vandalism, and trash. On the other, you have park goers arguing that they have the right to be here. Now, the city tried a 10 p.m. curfew on weekends. Uh, this was a couple of weeks ago. didn't work out that well. Uh, there were scuffles with police, so now the Parks Department will take the lead, clearing, uh, clearing out folks from the park at, late at night uh, with the hope of diffusing the tension. We'll see what happens. Live at Washington Square Park, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now the weather day ahead on the morning news roundup. Here's Bill Dagger in for Craig Owen. Yeah, Wayne, we're starting out the day on a chilly note. Temperatures in the upper 40s and low 50s in most suburbs. About 60 right now in the city and the sunshine is out. It'll warm us up to 79 later today. The humidity nice and low with uh, high pressure overhead tonight. Clear and cool again in the suburbs. 50s there by morning, 63 in Midtown. Warming up tomorrow, 83 with sunshine, upper 80s for the suburbs. May start out Saturday with a shower before we end up partly sunny and more humid and warm again. And a high of 88. Right now, temperatures range from 50 at White Plains to 62 in Bayside. Mostly sunny, 58 in Midtown. Paul and Wayne were heading up to 79. And looks like the a lower WCS start for stocks. 880 Morning News Roundup. And Joe Conaway's here now with a preview of our WCBS Virtual Business Breakfast today, Joe. Paul, on the free virtual WCBS Business Breakfast at 9 a.m. today, you'll get ideas from business owners who have successfully reinvented their businesses during the pandemic 
whose businesses are booming now. They basically just tried anything, and most of the changes worked. Here's an advanced clip from Lindsay Lightman of Shopteeks, which has put the world's best boutiques online. Try selling them in a different way. Try hosting events. Try anything you can. But thinking digitally first is really important because customers are not going to go back to just shopping in stores. And Dr. Alexi Nazem, who founded medical careers website Nomad Health, says you have to be willing to try different things and fail fast so you know which ones are worth developing. Drop the others. The free WCBS Virtual Business Breakfast presented by First National Bank L.I. is at 9 a.m. today on WCBS880.com. Joe, thank you. This morning we're taking a fresh look at Fathers. With Father's Day approaching with the actor and producer Justin Baldoni. Uh, He played Raphael the suave and uh, sometimes shirtless, which my wife noticed, star on Jane the Virgin. I mean, you can't help but notice. Just see this guy. He's asking guys everywhere questions about themselves in his book, Man Enough, Undefining My Masculinity. You mentioned the armor that we're wearing that that disregards the serious issues that we face that we don't talk about, from addictions like opioids, porn, alcohol, to depression and suicide. What should we men be asking ourselves about ourselves? The question, why? Why do I feel the need to puff up my chest around certain people? Why do I feel I need to interrupt my wife or various women? Why do I view women or queer folks or trans folks or less than? I think we have to first become aware of the things that we're repressing and holding back. Why is it not okay to cry? Why do I feel like we got to man up all the time? Why can't I just allow myself to be human? Men are killing themselves at alarming rates because we are too damn proud to ask for help because we're taught We must go at it alone. And a study in the UK found that British men will drive an additional 900 miles over the course of their lifetime because they refuse to ask for directions. (laughs) We can't even ask for directions because that's not manly. How the hell are we going to ask for help? Justin Baldoni, Man Enough. His book also gets into the generations of emotionally unavailable men. Maybe your dad, maybe mine, who pass on that same kind of coldness to the kids. Breaking that cycle tomorrow at this time. Great advice on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane with your three things to know on the Morning News Roundup. A bill to legalize marijuana has finally cleared the Connecticut House, could receive final approval in the Senate today with language more agreeable to Governor Lamont. Number two, the bill to create June 19th as a federal holiday to mark the end of slavery will be signed into law today by President Biden after being approved in the Senate with 14 nays, all from Republicans. Third thing, President Biden and Vladimir Putin exchanged more than words and handshakes at their summit. Biden gave Putin custom Ray-Bans and a crystal sculpture of an American bison, which happens to be the national mammal of the U.S. No word what, if anything, Biden got in return. Up next, we dip into our news archives. 88 seconds and sound for this day, June 17th. Good morning. It's June 17th. I'm Bridget This Quinn. single day was jam-packed in 1994 with enough news for a lifetime. And here's how it unfolded on WCBS. This morning, a Long Island railroad strike. We're seeing brake lights light up as traffic heads westbound. And, and I would. have been hearing from Neil Bush, a lot of folks are opting to drive in. 100,000 riders scrambled for a way in. At the same time, hundreds of thousands of Rangers hockey fans gathered in Manhattan for the Stanley Cup parade. WCBS reporter Tim Schell standing by. Timmy. John actually smack in the middle of it. 
got an idea of how excited these fans are just yet. Just listen to them. Well, I'll tell you, Tim, the Ranger fans who have waited and waited and suffered and suffered 54 years of pent-up emotion is now just exploding in a cascade of paper sheets. And in fact, it has reached us up here at about 1,300 feet. We're going to interrupt our live coverage of the parade celebration for the New York Rangers. Let's go to WCBS reporter Irene Cornell, live in Los Angeles. Irene? John, it was just moments ago that the other shoe dropped. O.J. Simpson has been charged. At 4.50 p.m., a stunning development. The Los Angeles Police Department right now is actively searching for Mr. Simpson. New York Knicks fans were watching Game 5 of the NBA Finals against the Houston Rockets when suddenly the TV screen was split in half to show O.J. in a white Bronco on California's 405 freeway on the run. This is not a high-speed chase. It almost looks like it's a police escort. And now you can see people just crowding onto the freeway, waving. He's now stopped in the driveway. O.J. is in custody. We understand O.J. is in custody. Now that's a day for the history books. I mean, it was amazing, every aspect of it. It just uh, was riveting. This is June 17th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 